This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. Today's first reading from the book of Nehemiah includes jarring words. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I say jarring because I think it's sometimes hard for us to actually hear the joy in Scripture. It's hard to believe that it's offered to us, to you, and to me. So many of us are almost predisposed to hear judgment in Scripture, or we come to church just waiting to be reminded of how we've fallen short of God's expectations. But look at how Jesus, in today's Gospel, listens to the Holy Scripture, in fact, reads and proclaims the Holy Scripture when it's his turn to do that at the temple, and he reads the words and understands them to be addressed straight from God to him. Jesus hears them as words from his heavenly Father. Of course, the words weren't originally meant for Jesus. They first came from Isaiah, describing one who is to come The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. As grand and glorious as that vision may sound, the vision of one who is especially chosen, anointed even, to bring good news, Rabbis and other theologians have all understood that these words from Isaiah are not meant just to refer to Cyrus of Persia, who allowed exiled Israel to return home. The words don't just refer to Jesus, who heals and frees and brings good news. Those words of Isaiah, these words repeated by Jesus, also refer to us, but not to us as individuals, to us all together. In today's epistle reading from Paul's letter to the Corinthians, we hear how each of us has particular gifts. And so in community, as the church, through prayer, conversation, and even a little conflict here and there, we discern who's good at doing what and how we can work together to accomplish God's work and mission. Paul's letter asks, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, do all work miracles, do all possess gifts of healing, do all speak in tongues or interpret? We could add our own list, outlining all the gifts that we experience in community. Do all read scripture like Alden Prouty or Andy Oxen? Does everyone network and multitask the way Yvonne O'Neill does? Can anybody pull a crowd together for a cause like David Liston? Can anybody make a feast out of leftovers like Emma Saban? On and on and on we could go with our list of how people are particularly gifted and how they show that faith in community. Especially today as we remember 2021 in our annual meeting and look forward to the future as we elect a new vestry continue to organize and readjust for the future, there are lots of opportunities for gifts to be uncovered, magnified, and shared. Do you ever look at the church and think, we really should do this, or we really should do that, or I wish a group did this? Well, we are the body of Christ. 
So pull another aside with you and say a prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. You don't have to wait on the rector or the vestry or some diocesan approval. Go with the Spirit and together let's grow the church. We are the body of Christ. It is for us to live and reach and embrace and share as a body that is complicated but is uniquely gifted by God. The choir sings the Latin motet, so appropriate for a Sunday in which we celebrate another year of faith together and have our annual meeting. The Latin motet Ubi Caritas here is by the 20th century composer uh, Maurice Durifle, but the age-old words translate in the following way. Where charity and love are, God is there. Christ's love has gathered us into one. Let us rejoice and be pleased in him. Let us fear and let us love the living God, and may we love each other with a sincere heart.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.